0: The Priory Society Podcast.
1: As I have had, husbands pay for entire weekends from me away with their wives, or pay for the room, or pay for dinner, or do something else, uh, you know, in that way.
0: <laughs> this is an exciting episode because a single male is joining us. He's going to talk about the best way to screen a single male before you invite him to play, and he will reveal the most popular role play fantasies couples have.
1: It just made me think of a time where I was with the lady. Her husband was in the other room, but their little yipper dog came in. (laughs) Oh. and saw me, quote-unquote, attacking his, attacking mommy. his mom yeah. oh. and just about jumped on me and bit my ass. It was uh, <laughs> I, I lost my boner in that situation because I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's also going to talk to us about the typical flow of a date for a threesome with a single male. And finally, our guest will reveal the top three reasons single males are not getting the play they deserve with sexy couples and also why they're not getting invited back for more sexy play dates. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Welcome back home to the Priory Society Podcast. I am Isis and my sexy husband Eros is with me.
2: What's going on, sexy? It's good to have you back again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, today we're really excited because we have a single male. His name is Baron, and he is going to reveal a lot of secrets about the lifestyle from a single male's perspective that you might never have known. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time, so he's got over ten years. Yeah. I mean, he's got an amazing variety of experiences to pull from and You know, how to contact couples and how the dates flow, and you know, what the range of experiences are like, what people are looking for.
2: Maybe if you're a single dude out there, how to reignite your game, how to talk to these couples that maybe are on the fence. So today we're going to talk to the single guys out there, but we're also going to talk to the couples. If you're newbies, if you're curious, If you're interested in that threesome scenario, Mm -hmm. maybe you've had plenty of chicks in your bed and now it's time to add another dude.
0: Right. Right.
2: So how do you do that? How do typical dates flow? How does the interaction typically flow? We're going to tackle all that right now. Baron. good to have you here, man. We look forward to you educating our audience and our listeners. They are a very savvy crowd, man. I think he's calling in from someplace in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Aha, uh-huh, mysterious. Yeah, so he has maybe a, a brandy snifter
2: in his hand with a fireplace right? going. Right. <laughs> Baron, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, welcome.
1: Yes, come on in. Thank here. you. I appreciate you having me. It's uh, been enjoying your podcast and uh, really looking forward to this. Thank
0: you. Hey, so tell us a little about yourself how you got started in the lifestyle I mean we talked about you doing this for about 10 years or maybe a little bit longer than that just let us know how you got started and what are your favorite parts of the lifestyle from a single male's perspective
1: and like you said it has been a while i was looking at the calendar and i would say it was in around 2005 2006 for me it was a little bit because i was a bit of a late bloomer sexually i didn't lose my virginity till i was 25 and so for me, it was just exploring who I was as a person, which meant nudism, exhibitionism, and then seeing you know, what all this talk was about swinging. So for me, it started reading stories uh, written by amateur writers, erotic artists, and there was an advertisement mm-hmm. for a website called swinglifestyle.com. Yeah. And I made a profile at the time when I was living in the southeast part of the country. And then realized that there were all these people that maybe some of these stories, you know, maybe they were written as a little bit of bullshit, but some of it might have some basis in reality. Mm-hmm. And started reaching out and chatting with couples and single females. Kind of it just went from there.
0: It sounds easy, <laughs> sounds <great>. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> because I didn't realize how often people enjoyed playing with a single male. I mean, when we first got into the lifestyle, a lot of the profiles I read said absolutely no single males. Do not contact us. We'll contact you if we're interested. no
2: single males stop contacting us.
0: Right, yeah. So I saw that and I'm like, yeah, go ahead and tell us. (laughs) Well,
1: so even the first time I I met with a couple, it was someone I chatted with tacitly and um, they said, hey, we don't play with single males. We just want someone to come watch us. You know, you're just going to sit there and we're just going to put on a little show for you. And Mm -hmm. I had just moved into a new place. I had no furniture. I was (sighs) sitting at home (laughs) like I could sit at home by myself or I could go see something amazing. And so when I got there, I first of all, I feel like my mom and dad raised me right. And I was respectful and followed our rules. And then after they played, suddenly her hand started inching up my leg and she invited me to join her. And then after, after two or three times, she then said, we really just want someone who's willing to follow our rules. And you were being respectful and willing to just watch. But then we decided to go for a little more. Uh Sounds like a little test. <laughs> it sounds that like they you hit did the
0: jackpot. <laughs> you passed that test, man. right?
1: <laughs> I think that's,
2: a, that's a an bit. incredible tip.
0: Well, I wanted to say before we get too far into the dialogue, why don't you describe yourself so our listeners get an idea of what you look like? Because I know a lot of the ladies listening, they want to fantasize about you.
1: And they
2: want to know about the penis,
0: too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm 5'10. I have dark hair. I'm now in my 40s, so I have a little salt and pepper going on average build. I have blue eyes and people tell me that my best features would be my eyes and my smile.
0: Okay. Don't, but you forgot one of the most important (laughs) parts.
1: (laughs) I just wanted to hear you ask for it, right? So describe your your
0: genitals.
1: (laughs) I feel like I fall under the category of what most would say well hung seven inches. I have a nice curve and a thick head.
2: Damn. <laughs> the, you see what he said there? Yeah. He has a big head. Yeah. <laughs> like a huge World War II helmet head that gets stuck in ladies.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Right? He goes
1: a deep Recently, enough. one lady described it as a Darth Vader helmet.
0: Yes.
1: That's Perfect. awesome.
2: <laughs> so it goes in, it inflates like a football. Yeah. And it could get stuck. Well. And if that happens, maximum pleasure. <laughs>
0: That's the risk. You run.
2: <laughs> maximum pleasure for everybody. Oh, right? sure. All right. So what is the proper term for single males being in this time where we can't say uh, wife swap anymore. I was on Twitter yeah. and I used the term wife swap and someone said,
0: no, 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 don't you ever say wife swap. That objectifies women. It objectifies.
2: And then I asked my wife, do you like to be swapped? And what did you say, honey?
0: I said, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. love dick.
2: I love to be swapped. Yeah. <laughs> and then so in this era of labels
0: and pronouns, and, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah.
2: how do we refer to the single dude? I mean, is it a bull? Is it a single guy? You know, How do we say it?
1: Definitely when I started, the common term was single male just abbreviated SM. And then I realized, you know, just on the various websites or chatting, I would say SM and not everybody knew what that meant anymore yeah. because the term bull had kind of taken over. So single male is the easiest thing to slip off of my tongue, but I do like the term bull. It, it does seem appropriate, a nice yin yang to the unicorn.
0: I get that. I mean, single males, like the term single male is pretty universal, but the term bull is a nice contrast and it, it really stands oh. out. But the term sure. bull, yeah, it could be really specific to like a tuck right. A kind of a cuckold situation where a couple wants to bring a third person in a single male just to watch fuck the wife while the husband is either humiliated or stands in another room or has, has a, a cigar closet. or oh, something, sure. right? Yeah. You know, maybe
2: there's physical issues or maybe he just enjoys that. Yeah. you know. So in terms of percentages, how many scenarios that you've been involved with over the past 10 years involved someone that wanted to be humiliated as in a cuckold scenario versus the stack vixen scenario where the man, you know, typically alpha male wants to be involved with his wife with another man high-fiving let's all give this woman maximum pleasure how many people wanted right. the cuck stuff
1: so my experience would definitely be on the lower percentage but again that's just my experience sure. if that's your deal that's your deal I, sure. I don't have a problem with that in my experience with couples which I've had many. I I guess I'm a bit of a slut. (laughs) But I've only been with two in two scenarios that were legitimate cuckold situations. And then if the definitions might get blurred a little bit in those where the man was just sitting in the other room or just sitting on the couch watching TV or whatever he was doing. But uh, yeah, only two kind of direct situations. I guess part of that is because my personal interest, I would rather sort of everybody being enjoying it. And I'm not necessarily sure what's going on with his mind. So with websites, when they say specifically, I'm looking for, we're looking for a cuckold situation. Well, I just didn't chat with those people. And again, personal preference there.
0: Sure. And then from your experience or knowledge base, maybe not you necessarily, but other single males that you've spoken with over the years, what percentage of couples, either when the man or the woman asks for you to, or a single male to take a condom off, what percentage of couples are looking for like a bareback experience or want a cream pie?
1: I would say that's a good 50-50. Yeah, and I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe it's mm-hmm. because I have a fear of getting someone pregnant and want to always be really careful in that situation. Yeah, sure. but I know I know people love the cream pie. Also, not for nothing, I've, I've been pretty well blessed in the cum shot area, and I like to shoot a nice big load all over the lady. And uh, maybe it's a little egotistical, but I like to see it, and I like to see her reaction to it. Nice, sure. nice. Yeah, that makes <laughs> a lot of
2: sense because even if, say, for example, someone out there is curious about the cream pie mm-hmm. or maybe they want to come shot right on their tummy or, you know, right near their pussy lips, there's still ways to do it where it's still safe. You're not having penetrative raw dog sex. You yeah. can just, the guy can pull out, rip the condom off and still do a beautiful spray, right? Like a fire hose. Yeah. No, if the woman wants to spread it around, I mean, I know I've had that. A lot of oh, women, man. they love to, Dude. man, is it a thing? They love to play with the semen. I have women all the time. They take my semen and they start masturbating with it.
1: They rub it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and those are my favorite kind of women. To be
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you guys have in common. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Same here. Right? Hey, Baron, man. Hey, what's up, bro?
0: You're, you're my man. <laughs> you guys are soulmates. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering about the communication. All right. Because look, yeah. we'll have some single guys listening in right now. Maybe they're getting started or maybe they're getting back into the game. We also have couples that would love to have a single guy in the mix on a play date. So when it comes to communication... For single guys out there, how would you recommend that they reach out so that it's in the best way possible so that they don't come across like the guys that write to us? I'm at a construction site and this fucker is like, good morning. And dude, I'm surrounded by heavy machinery (laughs) and I'm thinking to myself, dude, You got to say something, man, because I'm not going to interrupt my shit to unfuck your communication strategy.
0: Yeah. I can't read your mind, bro. Yeah.
2: So I want to hear about the communication that this will help some of the couples and the single dudes out there. What kind of lines would you use? What kind of stuff would you say to maybe help put everyone in a playful mood and maybe get them to accept either a date or a meeting with uh, and
1: respond with you and to respond? Yeah. Well, absolutely. You've got to always keep it classy. Honestly, I don't, I don't think it matters if their profile blatantly states that they want a gangbang train with dudes with 10 inch dicks or more. Don't just send your picture of your dick and say, sup, or come at me, or yeah. whatever. Right. No, look at the profile. Address them both. There's the keyword address yeah. them both Important. as people. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, hopefully, and maybe this is a little something for the couples too, have a little something about your interests and what you're into. Don't spring the cuckold situation on them, for one. Um. Mm -hmm. Also, maybe just put a little something and it can be vague. I understand everyone wants to be or not everyone. A lot of people want to sort of be on the down low a little bit, but include some of your interests or something. And that way you can see if you have common ground. If I was able to write them and say, oh, I like that random, I guess. But oh, I like that band, too. Mm -hmm. Or hey, you guys like sports. Did you see the game? You know, yeah, these are the things that you can kind of work with, you know, pop culture, Star Wars, Marvel movies, whatever. I think it's great to connect in that way. But you got to speak with both the men and the woman in the same way that you would not approach a woman at a bar and just say, hey, nice tits. You can't do that. Even, you know, you can comment that on a picture, I guess, but you can't expect it to go much farther than that. You've got to actually speak to people like they're people.
0: Yeah. And in a lot of ways, I think you have to try even harder when you're just sending emails because a lot of the tone and the context of what you would like to say gets lost just by, absolutely. you know, the written communication. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Address both of them and keep it classy, at least on the initial contact.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you can't, I know it's tempting. And I actually know that there's been books written on this, that you do like a canned statement. But you are going to go incredibly farther by actually tailoring it to them. And what you see in their pictures, notice something, be observant again, just the same way that on uh, some random dating site, you're not just going to be like, hey, girl, come at me. You got to approach them in this case, approach both of them.
2: Yeah, it makes perfect sense when we reach out to a sexy couple. One of the strategies we like to employ is let's meet at the local swing club or Mm -hmm. let's get together for drinks. And of course, drinks means let's, let's go see each other in person to see if we want to take right. it to the van or to, the, or to a room. But since a lot of the swing clubs will not allow entry to a single male exactly. arriving alone, right. yeah. what is your typical invite? Is it for drinks? Is it, do you want to try to do a dinner with people or what's the typical date for screening couples?
1: I definitely think that, and like I said earlier, I actually like getting to know people a little bit. I don't mind a dinner. But if you are maybe thinking about, you know, maybe budget wise, or if you're just keeping it purely superficial, then drinks is definitely better. But I think, I guess I like, maybe this just came with age, Mm -hmm. that I really encourage people to try to meet people in person and go to the meet and greets and go to the clubs and uh, be social, see people in person and and get to know people in person. It's just like even at the club, I guess you could still sit in a dark corner and mm-hmm. be all creepy and stare at people and make right. everyone uncomfortable. I do that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you disappear and
0: I have to go look for you. And, and, I'm I, like,
1: and I have a beautiful shit. wife
0: and I still do that.
1: <laughs> well, sir, so, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, not to discount sight, but more and more, I, I like the in-person stuff. There's some really great clubs and meet and greets in the Pacific Northwest where I live, where I've gone and I have never played with anyone there. And I'm happy to go and just get to know people. And sometimes it's led to a little something, something later on. And other times uh, there's been people that I consider friends that I've, I've never played with them at all. I would be happy if it happens. I'd be just as happy if it didn't
0: happen. Sure. So when you're going on dates with these couples, who typically pays? Is it the single male or is it the couple? How does that work?
1: So I approach the situation in just I guess I'm a little bit of an old school guy. So I still think of it as a date. Even though I might not be having sex with both of them or I might not have sex at all, mm-hmm. I still offer to pay for dinner and I reach for the check. And if it comes to a point where we are talking about getting a hotel room, I offer to pay for the room. And what I find is that many times they're looking for you to be a little classy and they're going to be classy, too. And they're going to maybe offer to split it or maybe they're going to yeah. insist that they pick it up.
2: That's a classy move, man. That That's, is. Uh, yeah. And. I've always thought about it that way. When we talk to sexy couples and we're looking to go out, we're also doing it from the perspective that we have no problem paying for the food. We right. have no problem whether we get play or not. So I think that's so noble. That's so cool that you mentioned that because the single guys listening in could take a lesson right now. They yeah. can take a tip and they can start changing the strategy because how about the emails that we get a, hey, what's up, girl? Can I put my thangs down on it? Right. It's like, dude, yeah like, no, man, no, <laughs> no. come and put your stank on my hung low,
1: baby. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know why it made me think of it, but there was a website I was on called lifestyle lounge and at their chat room, people would pop in, people would webcam mess around, whatever. There was uh, a well-known lady and couple and this guy messaged her and was like, baby, you can't even handle my dick. And that was his introduction, but oh. for the entire oh, wow. several hundred people in the chat room to see Well, here's the thing. If he took two seconds, he would have seen that her husband was got to be in the 12 inch category. So it was such a stupid thing. And he fell off the camera laughing. Most people who knew her were laughing. I was laughing (laughs) and mocked this guy. You know, he deserved it for just assuming that he was going to be the biggest guy in the room.
0: Right. (laughs) And
1: And I think that maybe that applies with the paying situation. Just don't assume. But you have to be willing to can you expect everyone to pay your way in this world? No, you gotta you gotta pay your own way, and yep. uh, so plopping down some money for dinner for a hotel room, I feel is the way to go, and it's going to come back at you because I have had husbands pay for entire weekends for me away with their wives or. Pay for the room or pay for dinner or do something else uh, oh. you know, in that way.
2: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Who
1: are these people? <laughs> now
2: are these husbands that invite you to vacation with them or a husband that has said to you, here, take my wife, have fun. I'm not going this time.
1: Yes, I have been directly a paid for a birthday trip in particular the one I'm thinking of. He paid for us to go away for the weekend. Paid for horseback riding, and because she was a big fan of horseback riding, for the dinner and everything like that. I felt complimented, and I took it as a sign of respect that he would trust me absolutely with his wife, and um, that he wasn't getting jealous or even that he would go that far. The particular time I'm thinking of was uh, incredible. I've gone to family events. I've had them offer to set me up with their friends and relatives. Yes, but also everyone knew that everybody was going to be classy and not talk about the behind-the-scenes stuff, of course. Right.
0: That sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, that's a beautiful level of trust that sure. you created with them to warrant that, man. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think if those single males are listening in, that's something to aspire towards, man. Right. Have someone trust you enough to say, hey, come with us for the weekend, sure. or let's go on a nice evening, just show up, dressed well, bring a change of clothes, let's go do this thing, pack a nice bag. That's awesome, man. I yeah. think that's, that's such a cool thing to do because... Uh, You know, you imagine the single guy that reaches out with a stupid ass one liner. I don't know that anyone would invite that guy. Like, listen, those guys, I wouldn't invite them to my home, let alone to Mm -mm. be alone with my woman. No. Right. No.
1: (laughs) And And I've had plenty of even almost relationships where the woman has come spend the night at my house or we've gone and just spent the entire evening weekend together in the area. Not like a vacation or anything sure. like that, but it's a it's an incredible. Again, it's it's got to come down. Everyone needs to respect each other. Yeah, and I know that that is one of the biggest fears of couples. I know you mentioned you'd wanted to talk to couples a little bit, but you have to, I think, as a couple, have a really strong foundation of your relationship to trust. Because I know a lot of guys are afraid the single man is going to come in and steal their lady. Right, but like I don't, I want to add to someone's relationship. I want my own relationship. I don't want your relationship.
0: Right. Do you feel like you have to make that clear from the beginning? Like you have to say that outright when you're meeting a couple?
1: I really do. And I think it comes back to, like you said earlier, that like 90% of the profiles say no single men. People are still afraid of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because they've heard some stories that maybe some things did happen and it wasn't great. Or maybe what's really going on is they're not actually confident in their relationship.
0: Right. Right. So do you find when you meet couples, are there some couples that will like have a list of rules? Um, I mean, do you appreciate their honesty? Like no kissing. You can't talk to my wife individually. Don't come in her mouth. Don't squirt on her face. Do you appreciate that? Or is that like a boner killer?
1: I I do appreciate that. I think that's the advantage of having, say, the website where you can like give all this technical stuff. And then Mm -hmm. that way, in the moment, you don't have to worry about it or having to worry about something, quote unquote, biting you in the ass. Right. Um, I don't know why I say quote-unquote. It just made me think of a time where I was with the lady. Her husband was in the other room, but their little yipper dog came in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And saw me, you know, again, quote unquote, attacking his his mom and just about jumped on me and bit my ass. It was, uh, (laughs) I I lost my boner in that situation because I was laughing so hard.
0: Okay, (laughs) But hey, you mentioned, go ahead. Okay,
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) I was gonna say I like the rules, but it also helps me on the other side to know what things that maybe I'm not comfortable with or that I don't want to. For example, no kissing is a deal breaker for me. I find it a little awkward to be yeah. fucking a woman yeah. and not being able to kiss her. right? So if that's your line, that's great. Then we're just going to be friends. Yeah.
0: Cool. So you have your own rules and yeah. you know things that, because you want to enjoy the experience as well. So, I mean, that makes total sense. Um, but once you've developed trust with a couple and it ends in a play date, how often are you able to engage with them on a second time?
1: So I think that the sad thing is, is that it has not been as many times for a second time that I would want And again, I feel like it does come down to sometimes jealousy in the situation where maybe they didn't think it was going to go down exactly like they went down or that the guy actually got jealous because maybe of, you know, something she said or sounded in that situation or the compliments that she was giving me. Mm -hmm. I just feel I have had too many times where they were like, oh, we're going to see you again. We're going to call you and text you It's going to be great. And then nothing. Yeah,
2: that sounds like. Even for us, oh sure, we have great times with sexy couples. They all say, you know, most people on Cassidy dot com or other websites, they say we love friends with benefits. We want a couple in crime. Yeah, we want a nice couple. And at the end of the day, things get busy. Things happen. And also what you mentioned, I think, is very important. Baron. Yeah. We call it the indecent proposal syndrome. Where usually it affects the guy, Mm -hmm. where he feels like somebody's gonna try to woo or pull his lady away from the primary relationship. And like you said earlier, that's not true for you. You don't want that. I certainly don't want to steal someone's girl. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to add anyone else to my credit cards, man. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And I, and I've unfortunately, I've seen that too many times and I felt it personally too many times. There was a time when I went to uh, in California, I went to a swinger club on my birthday and was just ready to enjoy my birthday and have a good time. And no less than four times I had the wife, girlfriend, whoever it was, either come up to me when her husband's back was turned or when he had stopped off to the bathroom or something and say, I really love to play with you, but I'm not allowed to play with single men. And it happened to me four times in one night. And that's happened to me consistently. And so I feel like the couples need to make sure that if you have your own rules, if the woman is literally not interested in sleeping with other men, great. Then I'm not talking about you. Sure. Yeah. But I feel like there are more women that are somehow pressured by their guy and they say, oh, we only want to play with women. And that's not the case. And in a lifestyle where we're supposed to not be jealous and we're supposed to be open, mm-hmm. then I feel like that that needs to be addressed. I've seen those same couples or the same profiles that say no single men. Mm-hmm. And somehow like a year or two later, I remembered their username and it's a single guy now. Wow. We've seen now, that he, too.
0: We've
2: seen that.
1: Yes. And I have seen many of the couples that I've been with, not just because of our plate date, I've seen their relationships end. Sure. And so to me, that's saying something I was out with a large group of people at a strip club. And one of the guy's wives leaned over to me and says, I really don't like other women. So I whispered back to her. Then I said, then why are you making out with all these girls? That's yeah. Right. And she's like, well, my husband likes it. Okay, but if you don't like it, don't do it. That's right. Yeah. And then she goes right back to feeling them all up and making out with them. And, um, and, and that was a case, too, where I found out later that she felt that she had been forced into having a threesome with me. And that killed it for me to realize that somehow she was pressured into that situation that I thought was all good and on the up and up.
2: Man, you just described a lot of the couples that are, quote-unquote, soft-swap couples. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Baron, you just described those people as well, because we'll engage with couples, Mm -hmm. we'll talk to them, and then... It's very clear from the beginning that the man doesn't want the woman to fuck other men. Right. So they call themselves soft swap couples. And while we're on a date, the gal will whisper to me, I want to fuck you right now. Mm -hmm. That's. I've had women try to pull me into the bathroom during a soft swap. Like, can we go in the bathroom? Because she wanted to fuck.
0: They want to take you into a private area.
2: Yeah. So what he's saying makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Because there's the pressure. To conform to, I guess, strongest personality of the group, many times the man. Sure. Hey, honey, this is what we do. You're not getting fucked by anyone else. Right. I'm the only man here and that's it right go play boobies with those girls i don't don't want women just don't fuck around and then that's unfortunate because again the lifestyle is designed for everyone to explore their sexuality and their ultimate pleasure and if you can do it as a couple oh my goodness what a beautiful thing to be able to share and talk about in your old age and your advanced (laughs) years remember honey all those couples we fucked
0: exactly you know i think that'd be
2: so cool but unfortunately I think men hold back a lot of the women.
0: Yeah, we've and, noticed that.
2: And it's, it's unfortunate. Yep. Also, Barron, uh, talk to us about the biggest fuck-ups that single males make that give bulls a bad name.
0: Yes.
1: I feel like that the biggest one is the same thing I feel in society in general, where a guy calls himself, I'm an alpha, and yeah. he thinks that means asshole. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. You can be an alpha man. That does not mean that you're an asshole or that is an excuse To be an asshole. Right. Just because you, me, and your lady get together does not make either you the beta and me the alpha or me the beta and you the alpha. It doesn't mean that at all. Correct. So going in cocky, haha. um, (laughs) I've done that. (laughs) You mean leading cock first. Yeah, yeah, cock first. (laughs) Is simply what in my mind gives single males the bad name where they're acting in a way that they wouldn't act in any other situation. And they think that because it's the lifestyle, it's an excuse and that it's justified in some way.
2: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, because there's a very popular book called The Game written Mm -hmm. by Neil Strauss. And I think a lot of guys have read that book. And by the way, we know Neil Strauss. OK, so we've been. Yeah, yeah. We understand. I have
1: have read the book as well.
2: You're right. Right. (laughs) We we understand the philosophies of Mm -hmm. what's called nagging. Uh, for the listeners that don't know what this means is when you like diss, make, you diss somebody, Mm. you make remarks like, Hey, you're pretty girl. You'd be even prettier if you weren't already starting to lose some of your hair, but I'd still do you, you know, you say something negative, but you try to mask it as a compliment. It's called negging. So you kind of play at their vulnerabilities. Now, a lot of pickup artists Mm -hmm. that, or a lot of wannabe pickup artists that have read (laughs) pickup books, right? And we know the other guys that teach because, Hey, Let's just say that we have a background in the seminar business. So we, we know a lot of these guys Mm -hmm. and we know a lot of their techniques. All right. With, especially with our hypnotherapy background, a lot of that stuff they do is NLP based, right? And that's our ship. So check this out. Right. I love the way you said, don't try to be an alpha by being an asshole. Exactly. And also when you are reaching out, don't assume that because the couple may be open to inviting a single male, that doesn't mean that the man of the couple has a problem or sure. can't fulfill or can't satisfy his wife. And now the single male's coming into the rescue. Right. Dude, you're a guest, man. Oh yeah. You need to, you need to act like a wonderful guest. We invite you over, you know, Clean your fucking shoes before you enter. Right. Just like a good salesman would do. Sure. Right? Yes. Be, yep. be interested. Talk to them. And now we want to hear. Look, I'm not, I just <laughs> wanted to mention that. So I'm going to shut up because <laughs> I have, we have a goldmine of information here. Oh, man, with Baron. I know. We want to talk to him and the listeners want to hear from him. Yes. So we know that one of the biggest mistakes being assholes. All right. Now, what would you say to those same single men that are looking to get started in the uh, lifestyle? What would be some of your top level tips for these guys to improve their game?
1: I think the top level, because it's going to help you reach and make connections with top level people would be to approach the people and look for ways to connect. This is maybe going back to a little bit what I said before, Mm -hmm. but be classy and look for classy people and make connections with them. If you're on the website, then address the guy directly and also address the lady. If you're meeting them at a social event. Then shake that man's hand like a firm handshake, like a man, look him in the eye, say hello, and then compliment his lady and go from there. Don't fall in that thing. And I've made mistakes before where I've just been a little too infatuated and have just gone straight for the lady Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work out. And I would say in cases where. Unfortunately, where people are not willing to connect on a personal level, it doesn't have to be. You're not going to get married to them. You're not going to, you know, grow old together with them in the sunset or anything like that. But you're going to have a much deeper commitment if this is more than just straight fucking. And that goes back to the bad reputation that single guys get. They think that you know, some guys think or people think that some guys think that it's just an easy way to get laid because there's all these sexy women and uh, open women here. So I'm just going to clean up because I'm a stud. That's not what it's about for me. I think yeah. the better people, it's not what it's about for them either.
2: Yeah. I think I really just want to add one thing uh, mm-hmm. to that because I, I think it's a very complete answer. Sure. Uh, target the classy people, be classy yourself. Absolutely. And we talked about in our podcast, we've discussed that people should stay in their lane. So if you are a certain type, and you are going to target your type of people, the people who you resonate with, I'm not even talking about looks, I'm just talking about your intellect. So you got a group over there that loves Comic Con, and they love costumes and all that, and and that's your shit, you love that stuff? Then that's perfect. You know, Don't go over there to the Epicurean Society lifestylers that are going to be drinking $2,000 bottles of wine Mm -hmm. if you don't know shit about that, because you you know you you, you gotta kind of blend in a little bit right a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we want to hear some of your crazy stories when you've been out on a date uh, things that have happened maybe the people listening in can learn without having to experience those things yeah give us an idea of some of the crazy shit that's happened on (laughs) dates
1: so yeah definitely had some crazy situations one thing that comes to mind is just sort of being outed or semi outed,
0: oh yeah,
1: you know, I was just at a department store, turned the corner, and there's one of the ladies there with her kids. <laughs> I had seen her a month or two before. Uh, <laughs> the mister wasn't around, but her face just dropped, right <laughs> um, but here's the thing i I hope the reason why they played with me, I'm a good guy, and everything like that. I just said, "Hey, how's it going?" And I kept walking. Yeah. Right. Because I know a lot of people are afraid about that. Yeah. I was hanging out with a group of people for a while. They invited me to a sporting event and their family was there. And I just, when they asked me, oh, met them through friends, met at a party. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be more than that because I I have literally other groups of people have actually, they've introduced me to their sisters to go on dates with or friends of friends that they knew were single that they wanted to set me up with. Wow. Because- they're classy people. I hope that they see them a classy guy. I'm a single guy. I wouldn't mind having a girlfriend. Let me set you up with this lady over here. She's nice. Right. right? Other kind of crazy situations. Um, I was uh, invited to be the uh, party favor for four couples, for all the ladies <laughs> of the evening. Each one. It was so weird watching the dynamics of all these four couples and the strong relationships versus the bad relationships. And while the guy didn't freak out in the middle or start crying or anything like that, he was playing with someone else. I was playing with his wife. And then all of a sudden in the middle, then it's a problem. Yeah. So that kind of ruined it for a while. And then they I mean, they left or they passed out in the back room or something like that. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's definitely alcohol. And maybe this <laughs> sure. personal thing, maybe getting my own two cents to everybody. Keep the alcohol on the down low. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, when you get sloshed, it's not fun. It impairs people's judgment. Me, I, I just don't like sloppy. I don't like being sloppy drunk. I don't think I've ever been sloppy drunk. I don't like it when other people are sloppy drunk. Yeah. It makes it less fun. Uh, she was a single female in the lifestyle. We were on a date. We went out to dinner. We danced. And we went back to her place. We had sex a couple times. And then she was giving me a massage and she just flat out passed out right on top of me. Like (laughs) in the middle of the massage, in the middle of the massage, like spread eagle. Whereas if I was on top of her, we'd have been having sex. But she was like literally on top of me. And at that moment, suddenly it felt like her weight doubled. And I, I was trying to wake her up. Yeah. I literally had to just shoot my body up to catapult her off of me.
0: Wow. So she was
2: done. She was done. You took it out of her, man. You <laughs> took all
1: of the, you were that
2: good in bed. Took all her you energy out of everything.
0: her. everything. <laughs> so speaking of sexy dates and playtime, when you're, meeting a couple, what's the typical flow of the date like? Do they just want to get down to business and start fucking right away? Do the women want a lot of foreplay, oral beforehand? What's that like?
2: Yeah, we're wondering if they want to engage with you first. What's a typical flow of a play
1: date? I could say a typical flow, but some of it might come back to kind of like what you were saying when you asked me about, do you not hear from people that you've also not heard from couples, Mm -hmm. that everybody has their own motivations. And so, yeah, some people, Maybe as soon as they see you, they know you're DTF and they want to be DTF with you. Mm-hmm. Others just want to get to know you a little bit. But I would say definitely, people at least want to just talk for a little bit. Maybe have a couple of drinks. Nothing wrong with a couple of drinks. Yeah, and uh, just chill out for a little bit and then move on. I, I would say pretty typical is dinner slash drinks conversation, move to the house or the hotel.
2: Yeah. So once you're there Mm -hmm. and you're in private quarters and you've all decided it's happening, we're doing this this thing right now. (laughs) Obviously, from your perspective, I believe you're going to be a very respectful guy. You're going to feel it out. But in your experience with your personal dates and what you've heard from other single males... Typically, does it start where the single male is immediately engaged with the wife, eating her out or kissing her? Or are you second after the man? Once you're in private quarters, how does that typically flow?
1: maybe, you know, going back to our discussions of types of guys, I do still consider myself an alpha. So I am a little more aggressive in that sense. And so I take charge and go in there. Um, If I have gotten maybe a real, you know, distinct social cue that they more want just themselves to be together first, then I might go there. But no, usually I have tried to make physical contact and see where those boundaries are. And I'm going in, I've always used my own personal motto is foreplay is my forte. And uh, (laughs) if the foreplay is not going to happen, then I'm not, honestly, I'm not interested. Um, I would eat any woman out for hours on end. And while I enjoy a nice blowjob, I would rather eat her out then have her go down on me.
2: You have a fan over here you have a gift. In, in ISIS. <laughs> my wife is over here. You would think she's watching a fucking I'm, spectator sport. She has both hands up going, yes, <laughs> yes, he loves to eat pussy and, <laughs> and, and would prefer to do it in terms of pleasing, right? For
0: okay, you put your hands down. Okay, sweetie. all right, I'll sit back down now.
1: Yeah, I but, mean, if, if, if I shared with you some of my personal collection of my videos and pictures of my own adventures, There are several of them with me with my clothes on and the lady is naked and I'm like licking her or fingering her or something just because I am all about that. And uh, I don't for some reason it amuses me to get them naked, give them a couple orgasms and then them to realize that I still haven't gotten a dress.
2: Damn. Mm -hmm. Hey, tell the guys listening in what one of your (laughs) good techniques is secret. (laughs) Yeah. when, When you're licking pussy. What is it that you like to do down there? What are you thinking about? What kind of movements are you doing? Are you using fingers? Teach these guys how to do it correctly, how to eat pussy correctly.
1: Correct way, in my opinion, is to watch and observe the motions and sounds that the woman makes. Feel and get that connection going on there. You know, every woman is different and every pussy is different, you know, pronounced clit, large lips, not so large. So, you have to explore everything with your tongue and explore with your lips and not just, you know, stay on target, stay on target on the pussy. You (laughs) got to go through the legs and you got to go through the breasts and you got to go through the entire body and touch and feel and caress. Like an uh, octopus. Yeah. Damn. I know. Once you start getting that response, oh, then you can start circling into the target area. And kind of like you said before, don't forget the fingers. Fingers can be very important.
2: Yeah. Now, do you go in there mm. and you get yourself into the scenario where you know the guys use the two finger, the two middle fingers, like the and squirting. They try motion? to make them squirt. Do you use those fingers and do that upward slash squirting motion? We'll come here. Yeah, yeah. What, what? We'll come here, motion, dude. I'm I'm trying to learn here. See, I'm making this an excuse as if he's teaching the listeners. I know I'm learning. I'm the one that has these questions. All right. Uh,
1: Maybe with the more someone puts on, if if you're going through met someone through a profile, they Mm. might say they're a squirter. So, you know that maybe that's going to work out Yeah. or it might've come up in conversation. So, if a woman has said she's a squirter, then I'm going to go and use the techniques that I know to try to get her to squirt. Uh, if she's not, then I'm definitely going to play it by ear because the fingering motion for squirting is more aggressive. And so if she's never squirted before, sure. it might be a little too much for her in that situation. You mm-hmm. might want to wait until she's more comfortable with you. Yeah, so I really don't go for that first off yeah. because if she is a squirter, I also like to make them squirt with my cock. So nice. oh. if that doesn't work, then maybe I'll try squirt squirter on the second or third time around. All right. You wow. are a lover. That
0: is, <laughs> that's
2: a good, some good techniques here, man. Well, Learning, I think for the people listening in, as they gather tips, yeah. I think this is a great help. Okay, so what would you tell the couples from what you've experienced in the past, some of the mistakes that couples make? when they invite a single in some of the things that the couples can do to get prepared and to make their date go more smoothly.
1: Yeah. The biggest, I think mistake is doing it when all parties don't want to do it or when one of the parties don't want to do it. Sure. So make sure you've got your own relationship on lock. Yeah. Yeah. Before moving into this situation. Absolutely. Um, the second thing is I think it's good to discuss the rules amongst themselves and to make those things known beforehand so that there's not any unfortunate surprises in the end. And just to communicate those, communicate with each others, and then communicate with the bull in question.
0: Yeah. Now, do you find a lot of the couples you play with, is it their first time meeting with a single male or do they or do most of them already have experience?
1: Well, I, I've been told I was the first for a number of couples I don't know if I could really give a percentage on that one okay? because we didn't always I didn't always talk with them about, oh, you've done this before and anything like that. Um, Sometimes it did. And and others, you know, I have been in that case, kind of like my story with the first time I was with a couple where they have like, you know, on their profile blatant no single males. Mm-hmm. Or when I meet them in person, they're like, you know, it's cool. But then later they like maybe want maybe a special situation or one off or they're just using it as a shield to keep guys that they consider undesirable away.
0: Right. So then you mentioned looking at profiles. What are some of the things that kind of you know rub you the wrong way, like a pet peeve or maybe more than one pet peeve? Because we have several. But what are some of the pet peeves that you developed over the years?
1: Well, definitely a big pet peeve is that no single male banner. I've just seen it too much where it's not true or where I feel like the guy is forcing the woman into the no single male category. And so it's a little bit of pet peeve of mine. The other thing is, even though I'm straight, I still want to see a picture of the guy or maybe specifically you two together. Sure. Because honestly, there's all kinds of weird scammers out there. Yeah. And people just looking for, I don't know, attention or whatever the case may be. So if I just see a picture of a lady, well I can, I can post pictures of a lady as well. Right. But but how about we show that you guys are actually together? Yeah. You know, I, I've seen photoshopped like a dude and then the picture of a lady and then they photoshopped them together side by side. Like what <laughs> right. What you, you don't have a camera and ask a stranger to take a picture of you? Exactly. Uh it's weird.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> We've said those things on, oh, on yeah. episodes, man, because those things, they drive us nuts. You kind of want to get a perspective, right? Like, hey, how tall is the guy? How do they look yeah. together? This is the couple I'm going to be sharing a moment with, right? Exactly. Uh, sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, and I think it's important. I guess I'm taking it back to the single guys. Is don't judge anything on that. I made a mistake in one of my second or third couples I was with. The guy was super small. In the last few incidents, I had been the larger physically in. Cockwise of the guys go in there with the couple and he pulls out this kielbasa that just about knocked the end table over, you know, don't judge those things. Um, Don't assume you're going to be the alpha. How about two alphas Mm -hmm. fucking that lady hard. And even if the guy is a little more passive, that doesn't mean you have to abuse the guy. Restrict that for the people who are actually looking for cuckold situations. Right.
2: So real quick, uh, the play date flow again, we talked about eating pussy, talked about you love the, Give your saying again about foreplay. I love that.
1: <laughs> foreplay is my forte.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Man, we're going to have to use that and tell people about it because that's important. Sure. I think a lot of guys um, treat it as a yeah. sport fuck, man.
1: Right.
0: You got to give you know people time to warm up. You know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. And you can do that. You know, when you meet in public, you got to make sure everybody's comfortable. Sure. So if you're in your own town at a restaurant, well, maybe they're going to run into their cousin or something like that. Okay. <laughs> So you have to be careful. But if you're in a ways away or in a secluded area, start that early and just, you know, put your hand on the knee or uh, touch the hand while you're laughing and joking. Mm Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I was invited over to a couple's house and spoiler alert, we didn't play together, but we just chatted. We had a bite. We had a few drinks. We just talked. I just made sure she was comfortable. Eventually ended up sitting next to her. And at some show, she was like, wait a minute. When did you start sitting next to me? You know? You just <laughs> right. build up to that flirting. If you're at a restaurant and you got it like a nice tablecloth, you can put your hand underneath the tablecloth yes. and keep it on, on the down low a little bit. Start that. And then when you're alone, yeah, don't just whip the dick out and try to slide it in. Get that massage going on. Get the touching going on. Get the kissing going on, especially in the situation that we're talking about with the threesome. Let her go back and forth between the two of you and just get those juices going.
0: That's awesome. So I'm almost speechless right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're liking this. Well, I do. You were, this so is a class you can, you composer, do. can I tell a funny? Can I tell a funny story about that? Wait. Sure. So um, there was a couple that I knew in California. We had met at a sort of a, a local. It wasn't a swinger bar, but it was a well-known hangout, large establishment.
2: Yeah, tell us what it is and we wouldn't go go. go there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's called Faces in Sacramento.
2: Okay. And at least
1: at the time that I lived there, it was one of the meeting places for the meet and greets and was sort of a place that you might go to just chill out you're just going to meet people one on one or one on three or whatever the case may be. Yeah. They had been very clear that they just they were not about, you know, hitting and quitted or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we had met at several parties. I danced with the lady we made out and we'd sent 40 texts and we had chatted and everything. And they just wanted to meet. So we go there to the club. It's large enough. There was huge sections with privacy and everything like that. She was kind of giving him a lap dance, and then she'd come over to me and give a lap dance, and mm-hmm. then go back to him, and we'd talk, and we were having drinks. And the manager actually came to us and told us that we couldn't have that behavior. Now, really? there was no nudity. Right. There was no, <laughs> no. There was nothing, you know, no hands going into pants or nothing like that. It was almost almost tame right but we couldn't stop laughing because just below us there were dudes in speedos dancing while other guys groped them right because it was it's also a gay club so there was the dancing section in there sure so we just found it so funny that our (laughs) almost you know not quite tame but almost tame behavior was not acceptable in a place where people were dancing half naked.
0: Sure, sure. No, I get that. And on a similar note, like when we go to these hotel takeover parties where it's only people in the lifestyle and everybody at the hotel is in the lifestyle and they're there for the party, but women have to keep their nipples covered. So guys can, you know, we, we hear that all the time. Guys can walk around with their nipples out, but girls have to keep their nipples covered. I mean, that's kind of sounds like a bullshit thing. But anyway, but yeah, so there are double standards about what's okay and what's not in public. But I guess that's part of the fun for saving things in private. Um, sure. But hey, We wanted to know on a more sexy note, how often do couples want a DP, double penetration, or maybe like a spit roast? You know, how one, a dick in the mouth, a dick in the pussy, how often do couples ask for that?
1: See, I've always called that the Eiffel Tower. um, Spit roast roast makes sense to me,
0: though. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah, I I feel like the spit roast Eiffel Tower situation is much more common. Mm -hmm. Just maybe because most people in the lifestyle, even with anal, they're not... Always jumping right into that, yeah. or just throwing out the flag that they're into anal. Right. So I have only my husband's really into done anal. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> sorry, what? What was that?
0: My husband's into giving anal. I, I don't want clarify. you need to
1: clarify
2: that, dude. <laughs> Baron, she worry. said my husband's into anal, and I, ha- I had to jump in immediately and say, "Dude, no, no, no,
0: giving anal. <laughs> Let me clarify. Not receiving. Yes, you're into giving anal. Yeah.
1: Well, I I don't know if you want to give. Don't you think you should receive even? <laughs> trial? I mean, isn't that fair? Turn about Fair play. Hey, uh, like action. A, a, fi- a
2: finger in the butt while you're getting your dick sucked is not bad at all. Actually, right. very pleasurable. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: I'm just afraid I might really love it. You know, I want to sit on a dick.
2: Right. You know, hey, your finger's too small. Honey. Yeah, but hey, we didn't mean to interrupt you, man. You were on a flow. Yeah, Please continue.
1: Oh, so I feel like it's definitely more common. Maybe just because. People just know the logistics of the double penetration means a lot of touching and getting really close. Uh, yes. That spit roast is much more acceptable, or I don't know how non crude to say this, basically taking turns yeah. would be better. So I, I am straight. I have no problem in a threesome male, female, male situation. If my leg touches your leg, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not going to freak out. Right. And, or if we are DPing in that kind of moment, it might do that. It's not my thing. So I probably have intentionally, if subconsciously or unconsciously, whatever you want to call it, I have sort of steered away from that a little
2: bit. Hey, so if you're going to do a double penetration and you're with a couple that welcomes that, Mm -hmm. is it typically the guy laying down, the woman riding the husband's cock into the pussy and then you entering the ass or reversed or is it a different? What's the popular position position for uh, double penetration?
1: Yeah, definitely one guy laying down her on top of with the cock and the pussy and then the cock and the asshole from behind. That seems to be the most common. As for my experience, I feel like the women always pick the larger cock in the pussy and the smaller in the ass.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, that's, you know?
2: that's perfect. Then I mean, look, I'm Mexican, so I, I start and end every sexual encounter with anal. I give it to them and I tell them right away. I say, look, honey, it's going in dry. So you better just bite that fucking pillow. <laughs> We're a separate room. They can't even hear you. <laughs> Plus, I already have a letter. I already have a little disclaimer on the door that says, hey, please don't call the police. Those are screams of pleasure.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: It's already hanging up there.
0: Oh, that's you know, great. So
2: that makes sense. So now our listeners have learned the Eiffel Tower. So yeah. if I, a woman's in the middle, maybe a doggy style position, sucking mm-hmm. dick, and also maybe getting fucked from the rear, Yeah. Um, guys, well, like well, a high it's, five.
1: It's technically an Eiffel Tower if you high five in the middle.
2: Got a high five in the middle. Yeah.
1: Yes. that's the
2: that makes tower. it the Apple the Apple
1: tower. you got to make the
0: peak
2: yeah okay I so like that it. makes perfect sense and then so
1: i yeah. enjoy that when i have a good maybe this sounds bad a good bro relationship with the guy sure when yeah. we're clicking in that sense And then there has been plenty of times where I have kind of looked for the situations where it's just me and her, where I'm taking wives on dates or she's coming over or going on vacations or those sorts of situations because I enjoy that one-on-one as Mm -hmm. well and being the other guy or the extra I'm not replacing anybody's dick. I yeah. like mean, you know, I don't mind being the extra dick. Yeah. Right.
0: So if you were in a relationship, would you stop playing as a single male or would you say, hey, honey, this is who I am. I've been in the lifestyle for maybe 12 years now. I enjoy it. If you don't want to join me, that's cool. I'm still going to do my own thing. Or would you respect a female that says, you know what? I'm not sure. I just kind of want it to be the traditional man and woman relationship. How would you approach being in a relationship and the lifestyle?
1: I think that you always, again, coming back to classy, classy means being honest too. Mm-hmm. So if you meet a completely vanilla girl, then you've got to stop your activities if you're interested in a relationship with her. So I've done that. I have looked for opportunities to say, hey, what do you think about, about this kind of situation? Right. <laughs> Introduce it. Plant the seed. Introduce <laughs> it, Plant the seed, right? But no, I, I don't. I think cheating in the lifestyle is no good. Cheating in any kind of situation is no good. Mm-hmm. So you've got to stop if that's what you're going to do. I know I did have a case where I was hanging with a group of people, mostly swingers, but we were doing a trivia night. Some of them would invite some of their coworkers, So it was all up and up. You know, people knew not to talk about stuff. You know, this is my friend from work. This is my friend from school. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. But of course, sometimes those things go out the window when people have a little bit of drinks. Sure. So one of the guys, he was going to school, he invited one of his classmates and I was interested in her we connected a little bit and we went out on a separate date we had a kind of crazy romp on a new year's eve of all times which is a much longer story <laughs> where she brought her friend we got a hotel room her friend fell asleep in the corner but then she wanted to hook up but was afraid of her friend so we went into the bathroom in the hotel room and had nice long session of sex then we came out and her friend had been gone for some time. And it was just a oh. crazy situation. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been in the bed this point, the whole yeah. time. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't know they were swingers. She didn't know my connection with them or anything. And we started to see each other. And then one night, she's like, you know, I have kind of like a little uh, idea about your little group of friends there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? What do you mean? And she was like, "Well, I kind of noticed everybody was like saying goodbye rather uh, personally, Kissing on the lips <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when we all left." I was like, "Oh, oh, what do you what do you uh, you think about that?" And she's like, "You know, actually, I had you know kind of messed around some some stuff when I was younger and this kind of stuff." And I am like, "Oh, that's cool." Nice. So I didn't feel like it was okay for me to spill beans for everybody. So I contacted everyone individually mm-hmm. and asked them if it was okay for me to tell her. And then somehow in the middle of that, one of them spilled the beans to her. So she called me and was like, why didn't you tell me this stuff? And mm-hmm. You you know, you little sneaky devil or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was fun. That, But that was that was really the other time. Really, a lot of the breaks that I've taken in lifestyle is because I've gone out with vanilla women and they're not interested. So I'm going to take a break while I pursue this relationship.
2: Yeah, you respect awesome. your relationship. Yeah. If you are able to identify a woman who's interested in the lifestyle, would You'll be okay also sharing your woman as long as she's okay, you know, as swingers.
1: Yes. I think that I would have to be the highest form of hypocrite not to. <laughs> if right. I yeah. met an open woman like that and then was like, change my profile. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah, I was um, wondered about that. In, in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in fact, you know, I definitely have had husbands sort of uh, bother me and be like, hey, man, when are you going to get a lady? You got to fuck my lady. When are you going to get a lady so I can fuck her? Oh. I was like, well, first of all, I'm trying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not having a relationship just right. so you can't fuck her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I would definitely be interested in that. So I have dated women in the lifestyle. Unfortunately, I do feel like my job is kind of constantly in the last couple of decades just kept me on the move and kept me on the go. Where even someone who's open to different kind of relationships, I've not been able to make it long term. Or the times that I've dated women in the lifestyle, single women, it's turned out maybe more they were separated and then they went back to their husband. Sure. Since it is open, I wasn't the only one they were dating and then they started at a full relationship with someone else.
0: Sure. Yeah. And, and
1: that's happened oh, probably several times.
0: Like, So we've seen profiles online. They say they're a couple's profile, but somehow the wife is always out of town or I think people as single males are posing as a couple. Yes. And so you or really have to
1: be careful it's about a regular that. couple and the guy's trying to get away with something on the down low, trying to do some shit.
0: Yeah. So. Yes. So what are some red flags that people should be looking out for when they're trying to screen single males?
1: Well, that's a really good question, just because I consider myself always being honest.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely being flaky and not responding or doing what you say you're going to do. We passed the point probably 15 years ago where there's no excuse to stand somebody up. You -hmm. can text them, you can call them, you can email them, you can send a carrier pigeon. Right. All of these things are easily done. So if a guy who's, say, for example, in a relationship and cheating on the wife or girlfriend and trying to pose as a single male Mm -hmm. is going to have additional responsibilities and only going to be able to get away, oh, because I'm on a business trip, oh, because it's the weekend, Right. or it's because it's like Friday night after 9 o'clock, or something like that. (laughs) Now, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm talking myself maybe into a corner. As a single person, I have responsibilities as well. I have a wife as well. I have other things that I'm, you know, interested in trying to do. Sure. But I think that's why I feel like it's taking if we can work on taking the internet side of it, down and get more to the personal side and meet people, Mm. engage them, look them in their eyes, engage their response as a person. And if you're a couple and you're really looking for either a connection or if it's just going to be a one time, you still want a good guy and you still want someone that you could trust because you are trusting them with your body and maybe your phone number and your personal identity. And so you've got to establish that connection.
2: Sure. Yeah. I like what you mentioned when you were talking about one of the things you want to look out for is someone who maybe is not available. Yeah. Who is flaky. That could be a, a sure indicator that you're dealing with someone who is either attempting to cheat right. or doing things on the down low, mm-hmm. what have you. So it's a huge red flag to look for any other, um, you know, red flags out there that the innocent and wholesome <laughs> married couples out there that are getting started in the lifestyle, some of the games that maybe single males play. Some of the things that they should look out for so that they don't get hurt, things that they can identify early on, characteristics or something that's set on the profile or mannerisms that they can be on the lookout for.
1: I mean, if all they have is maybe either no picture or some cagey picture of their face and it's just their dick, I would be concerned over that. That being said, I'm not the best with pictures. I'm single. No one's taken many pictures of me like I'm just a dude. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So maybe not the best. Um, if I could say something to advocate the websites, one of the best things is those um, certifications. Each site calls it something different, right. but recommendations, certifications. Validations, yeah. Yeah. I had more than one person you know, through the site who, shall we say, cold called me because mm-hmm. they found my profile and I had recommendations from people that spoke glowingly of me of a person. Sometimes those are people that I didn't even play with that were just friends.
2: That's beautiful. Others that
1: spoke of my sexual prowess, right? And it was wonderful to hear and people can see that, okay, this person, I can look at their profile and see they have something going on is saying something good about this other person. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: That makes a lot of sense, man. And I think it's a great tip for couples and singles alike, whether it's a single gal as well. I think you should endeavor to go to the meet and greets. Like you'd mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, Baron, I think that's a great strategy. There are several meet and greets that people can find online on the websites on the SLSs of the world or Cassidy. By the way, on Cassidy, we're Latino sexy couple. And if people go to our page and they read our validations, they're going to read some awesome Yelp reviews yeah. equivalent, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think people should really try to get those, even if they're character validations.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right. Don't, you and, yeah. know, and don't judge just because if someone has pages and pages of recommendations. Yeah. Okay. Right. Maybe they've gotten down with all those people. Maybe they're just good people and people want to say nice things about them. Very true. Yeah. Absolutely you know, true. Yep. I've had it for myself. You know, I mentioned that it seemed to me when I moved back to the Pacific Northwest that everyone was more just on these little groups on Facebook. I had people like, because you could see what everyone's talking about. People were talking shit about me when I first joined because they were like, oh, that's not a real person. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Great. (laughs) And then when I went to my first meet and greet, they actually came up to me and said, hey, we're sorry. (laughs) It just seemed like you're a good looking guy and you came off really nice. (laughs) It just didn't seem real. (laughs) And I was like, uh
2: okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Too good right? to be true, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. You should have responded with a uh, hundred flaccid dick pics. <laughs> Let your pubes grow out too. you know. <laughs> yeah. But it, oh, look, man. listen, man, the prejudging thing is a very huge thing. We have oh, eight sure. validations and we've played with half of those people, you know, so yeah. they are character yeah. validations and, you know, d- don't be the single guy that contacted us. He basically did this, Hey guys, looked at your profile, thought it was really funny. I've seen you at a meet and greet before. You guys seem like really cool. I wrote you a validation. Could you please write me one? Right. We've never met oh, the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Just make friends. Yeah. You know, make yeah. friends with sure. people. Be real and people will write you one. You're a cool dude. Sure. Sure.
1: You know, on the reverse side, I did see, I guess I'm having trouble remembering the full details, but when she joined Lifestyle Lounge, she just made a profile and within a minute, She had like a validation or whatever.
0: Oh, (laughs) how did that happen?
1: (laughs) Well, on the reverse side of all the things we're talking about, sometimes single women in the lifestyle get a little preferential treatment. And people are willing to do those things Mm -hmm. to either get them to come to their party or to curry favor or whatever the case may be. And uh, I get it. Clubs or parties that they either say no single women or no single woman, who <laughs> would say that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, No single men or few single men. I get who, who doesn't want a bunch of beautiful women at their party. Sure. On the reverse side, you don't want just any creepy dude off the street. So charge a little more to think, okay, if they make a little more money. Maybe they're a little bit of a better person. I get all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just don't exclude it. And don't try to tell me single men aren't a part of the lifestyle. When I have met so many awesome people that enjoy it as part of the lifestyle. And then, unfortunately, I've met so many women who say they want it to be part of their lifestyle, but they're not allowed to. There's something for everybody. We can all enjoy it. Just because a dude is single doesn't mean anything's wrong with them. Right. That's right. That's, <laughs> At least right. that's what I tell myself. Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, because we've met so many couples that have told us their first experience in the lifestyle was with a single male. And that's in big contrast to what most people think, where a couple will start exploring and all they want is girl on girl for a while, and then they might swap. So
2: That was you, sweetie. Yeah, that was me. You wanted to try chicks, (laughs) and then you drank more alcohol, and you're like, I want two dicks now. I
0: want dick. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, I'm not as bisexual as I thought I was. But yeah, so we actually have met a lot of people that really love single males, and invite them into their playtime all the time. Dude, you can
2: fuck like a rock star, man. Yeah. You can, you can fuck your wife really well and then recharge while the single dude, the bull, you know, takes care of business. Hell yeah. And Absolutely. Continue, right. And
1: is that something that you guys have done? You've done this yourself? Like,
2: this is my fantasy right now in my head. <laughs> I, we, you know what? We have not done it. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because the okay. quality of dudes that have come through mm-hmm. give me this response. I don't want a fucking dude with a 580 FICO score near my wife and her naked body. All right? And you said it best. Mm-hmm. You got to be a, like, for me, I want a, a guy of a certain caliber. Yeah. Now, look. Uh, let's look at the flip side. My wife, she doesn't give a shit about financial assets, FICO scores. You got a nice wiener and you're a nice dude and you don't seem like you're going to steal my phone charger or my Bluetooth speaker. Exactly. She'll probably be fine, right?
1: My, my Hello there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my level of criteria is a little different and I don't know if I speak for many men uh, in the lifestyle, but I think... It is an opinion. I'm sure other men have their own reasons, but yeah, the quality of
1: dudes man, hasn't
2: been there. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just going to say that Uh, the the quality of guys hasn't been there for us. That's all.
1: Absolutely. We're open to it. I think you have to be in the majority in that case because your wife is the most precious thing to you, right? Yeah. Um, The kind of guy who just is fine with a string of scraggly, creepy, nasty dudes running a train on her is not the kind of person you want to be around or (laughs) even be. Right. Right. So if, if, if on the reverse side, if, if, if she wants all these handsome, well-hung, classy dudes with good financial stock portfolios They're to run a train there. on her, then great.
0: They're out there, man.
1: <laughs> that's your fantasy. Like, I'm
0: not giving up. You, you need to have an offshore
2: corporation before I mess with you. No, yeah. no. We, we know that that's uh, – <laughs> but,
1: but it's not I, I do think that a lot of couples that do have their first experience with the single male – Let's be honest, it might be for ease of access to get their jitters out or mm-hmm. to sure. sort of explore a little bit. Because just like I think you guys alluded to this, and I know you've talked about it on the podcast, it's very difficult. And I've observed this. It's very difficult to have a four-way connection, Oh yeah. not yeah. even a four-way sexual connection, a four-way friendship. Yeah, like correct. even this isn't even lifestyle. This is just real life. Yeah, like, right. The amount of couples that I know that have couple friends that they all get along together is very low and I've seen it in the times that I have been in the lifestyle where I have gone to parties with another woman, sometimes single, sometimes they're married women. Mm -hmm. And so I'm acting as a couple for the evening and the majority of times when i've done that we've not played because it's very tough to find that four-way connection sure that's right
0: and sometimes part of that connection the physical attraction is really secondary i mean if you look hot but
1: i agree with that
0: yeah if you look hot but you can't carry a conversation or we have nothing in common i'm gonna lose interest really fast i mean a lot of people tell us they're sexual, like we're attracted to your mind but yeah that's very true
1: But to me, that tells me where you guys are more classy than your average bear because you're concerned with more of those things. Mm -hmm. And again, the downside may be a little bit of our websites. It's just pictures. It can be just physical as opposed to the rest of it. I want to have more of a connection than just physical. And I remember you guys talking on your podcast about hot people going to parties. And not playing. um, Mm -hmm. I think that you probably nailed it on the head where it is just a narcissistic move on their part or people that are just too focused on looks are going and not even considering someone because all they see is that 10 second reaction. And yes, you have to be attracted to somebody. But there's more to attraction than looks.
2: Right. It almost seems like they get off on rejecting people all day long. So they they like to be in the environment. And I understand the dynamic of people that are entering the lifestyle that want to go for the sexy environment. And you can be yourself, have adult conversations. That part of it, I do understand. And that's beautiful. But the couples who are just there because, hey, well, no, say no to everybody. And let's just flex our muscles here on the pool area. Yeah. Yeah. I think you made a. An excellent point there, man. I do enjoy your perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that the listeners also are able to learn some cool things as a result of listening here. We mentioned in the teaser trailer that we wanted to give them three reasons that single males tend to get invited back. And those are the same reasons when they're not adhered to that single males are rejected or not invited back, Mm -hmm. when they don't do these three things. And you mentioned something about respecting three elements. Yeah. So would you please share the three elements, those three layers that single males and other couples need to do in order to get invited back and get more action in the lifestyle?
1: So yeah, I, I will share this, I guess, as a single male perspective, but I think you're correct. It has to come down to couples and also single women need to do this as well. So Yeah, respect the man. If you're a man, be friendly and don't disrespect him by ignoring him or treating him like he's not in the room or on the profile as well. You know, just like in a business relationship, treat them well so that you're treated well and in personal relationships too. Yeah. Um, Then the same thing with the woman is that you treat her like a goddess. She is not your goddess. If we're going to get possessive about it, she's a goddess. Mm -hmm. Worship her, hold her up on that pedestal. Treat her like the sacred flower and the man in the boat and all those other cliches. But yeah. make sure that you know that in one sense you are treating her as a person, but that you're not trying to get too far emotionally. And that can be a tough balance. You know, I've been incredibly attractive to women and definitely at has been like, you know, I want more in that relationship. Sure. But she's already in a relationship, so she has to find her boundaries on right. sort of thing. It can be a tough Leg to walk, but ultimately it's, it still comes down to respect and not trying to shut anyone out and try just to show her. I think the best time you're going to have is that when it's just all about fun, when you can laugh a little bit, when you can talk, and it's not just the deep dicking, it's the deep dicking and the fun. Yeah, deep dicking
2: is something you experience. I I don't know about me, dude. I I do like,
0: I do about a quarter of the way,
2: halfway. (laughs) Look, I'm as big. I'm as big as I'm going to get when I get an erection. All right. So, and that's it. That's all I give, man. That's all I have to rely on other things.
0: You give it all you got.
2: That's it. So, look, just to summarize the three things. Guys, respect the man. Number two, respect the woman. Mm-hmm. Number three, respect the relationship. Yes. Okay, you have to know how you fit in here. Right. And that's that's single guys, single ladies, and that's couples, man. Yeah, know your role. Very important. Sure,
1: it is. So if it's gonna be a cuckold situation, you've got to know that, and you have right. to act appropriately. In my mind, just because you might be cucking the guy doesn't mean you have to be an asshole or verbally abusive unless that's just the direction they want to go with that. Right. Right. If they want to Um, role play with that, you can role play, you know, but you can role play with that. Absolutely. But it's not intrinsic and it's not correct. It's not necessary, but also might've said this before. It is a relationship. It is not your relationship and you have to abide by that. You can both the alpha dudes in that situation, but at the end of the day, their relationship, their family, a lot of times their kids come way ahead of your fun time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. That's very important. I wanted to add another final note on this particular topic for the benefit of the listeners. Just this weekend, we were at a hotel takeover by plush parties mm-hmm. and we were courted by a very well-to-do and classy couple. Yes. And let me tell you what the man revealed later in the evening. After we played and I had a chance to play with this haughty, beautiful oh my gosh, wife. She's
0: gorgeous. Gorgeous
2: trophy wife. Just Great what, a, what
0: attitude. A, what a
2: couple. Oh. This is what he reported back. Okay. He said, When you guys were introduced to us, you Eros reached for my hand, the man, even though my wife had her hand out. Right. And you addressed me first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huge, huge. I was floored. I, and look, I did that all weekend, by the yeah. way. We were in the pool and guys would say, Oh, this is my wife. And I, of course, I'd stare at the man. And this is something that it comes from training, sure. comes from background, comes from family upbringing, comes from being around private clubs, yacht club scenarios. You always respect the man, always. Mm-hmm. And so I think if people start adopting some of these things into the lifestyle, they're going to be treated much better. They're going to get more action. They're going to be put up on a different category as opposed to being an ordinary couple. And does that make sense, Baron? how this is exactly what you're saying? Yeah. Respect them. Anyway. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And let's think about it for a second. That's how you treat people in real life. Correct. Right? Sure. Correct. If I go just to a regular bar with my boys and maybe he brings his girlfriend or something like that, if I just instantly reach for her hand or address her, then it could be taken as disrespect. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Absolutely. Dude, you talking to my girl or in the lifestyle situation, it's literally the same thing, treating people the same way.
2: Yeah. Um, That's great. Hey, let's leave our audience as we begin the wrap up here. Let's leave our audience (laughs) with a piece of information that they just can't live without. (laughs) What are your top porno search terms? When you're about to watch some porn.
0: Because we're assuming you, you watch <laughs> porn. <laughs> uh,
1: what, what is this porn you speak of? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a while, I definitely try to find the legitimate amateur stuff yeah. with people that I find attractive to watch porn on. I would yes. much rather find some people. There's a website called Zoig which is the weirdest name in the world. Yeah. But it's yeah. amateur, just amateur pictures and stuff. How do you spell it? Um, Z-O-I-G.
0: I'm writing That's this it, down. <laughs> okay.
1: For one, I am a bit of an exhibitionist. I've been photographed and videotaped many times that unfortunately I have not gotten copies of. Oh. And I kind of feel like some of it might be floating around out there. Oh. So for one, I'm kind of always looking for it. I feel like I found one picture once. Mm -hmm. Maybe. (laughs) But there's neither here nor there. Um, Other than that, I still am attracted to mature women. Like in my 20s and early 30s, I was all about the cougars. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so even though I have now crossed over the hill, I still find those women very mature and sexy. So if it's going to come down to like regular porn, I just younger women are beautiful, of course. Beautiful. Sure. But too much with the faking. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the faking. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's so, interesting. A lot yeah. of people have told us that they search for the word "amateur" yeah. in the search for in the search box. Keep it realistic.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, here's the thing. We have those video sites and then we have basically, yeah, they work from their home, but they're almost professionals now because they're raking in the cash. Right. You know, some chick or some couple. Yeah. And they're just going. So amateur is like that term is becoming, you know, sort of blanded or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, right. The last one is, I would say, would be massage. Cause I love to massage the lady. Nice. And I have had one situation and I know people are going to call me a liar or I had a masseuse come on to me Wow! and um, <laughs> of course I've always kind of wanted that to happen again so sort of that fantasy of like being in a massage parlor nice. and suddenly she's like overtaken by the passion and you get the happy ending and everything like that damn um, <laughs> that's awesome
0: <laughs> you mean that doesn't happen I- all the time in massage parlors
1: <laughs> well he's one I of the wrong ones yeah <laughs> yeah erotic massage is legal there oh it was raining one afternoon and I I stayed there and saw four different women right in a row
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh, on another note what is the record and i don't know if you feel comfortable sharing this or not what's the record for the most couples or the most people that you've fucked in a 24-hour period
1: it probably was the time that i mentioned where i was the designated stud for the evening for the four couples with four women ah, four chicks at the same and, time and uh, um I mean, we were all kind of around the area. There was a hot tub. There was the living room. There was the bedroom. And then the last one was actually like the friends that I had known the longest. And I had left and then was texted and said, hey, come back. She wants to play with you. (laughs) I I was like, oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and turn back around. Yeah. I think several other times I have been in some parties with like two or three, but personal yeah. best with one woman for myself, seven times ejaculating in like a evening.
0: Damn.
2: All right. So let me ask this for my benefit and also <laughs> all the other perverts listening in. Is there a favorite supplement that you like to take? Something that maybe helps maximize erections or, um,
0: volume
2: Uh, yeah create more sperm is there a regimen out there that you can share aside from the typical other stuff pharmaceuticals that guys take like the Cialis or the Viagra
1: sure so yeah I've never taken Cialis or Viagra and while physically I struggled to maintain shape I have to really eat right and exercise and kind of work at that really hard certain things sexually I was blessed with and have never had to worry about I tend to leak a lot of pre Some women really like that. Sometimes it's a problem for me. Like it's so much. I've had two women think I came early. <laughs> because oh, shit. Of all the pre-cum. But I tend to... I can come and get hard again quickly several times a night and tend to come pretty good loads, at least for the first one. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And shoot pretty good distances. So I don't, I've never taken any supplements. Oh or, shit. Just or, natural. Or oh, anything natural. like that. However, like, you know, Again, I've crossed over that hill, so I'm more (laughs) conscious now, and I have started looking into things and just trying to try different things. So at times, I have taken, say, maca and uh, a few other things like that. I just don't feel I've noticed a big difference Mm -hmm. or been able to maybe test that out. I know there's different things out there that are like, uh, you know, Come volume enhancers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't sound like, go, doesn't sound like you need Goji it. <laughs> berry. Goji berry. Okay. I don't know if you've ever tried goji berries, but that's an uh, antioxidant that is supposed to have really good positive reactions and everything. But uh, um, yeah. for the most part, I've had most women be really surprised at how quickly hard I can get or when I sometimes don't even get soft. In
2: between, oh shit,
1: sessions. dude! You're so, giving right. yourself an infomercial right now. Dude. <laughs> well, we're gonna want to reach out to you, man. <laughs> I Guess if we're doing that, let me, let me, I, you know, I know it's unbelievable, but the time where the masseuse came onto me, we had sex three times. I didn't go soft in between the three sessions with her. I stayed hard the entire time. Wow! Which of course was one reason that led to the other sessions. Wow! Right. And and again, I know people like all oh, bullshit that didn't happen. I saw her after this. We went on dates after that mm-hmm. and so it is possible she fucks all of her massage clients
0: but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you weren't the only one
1: <laughs> but the fact that i saw her outside of that yeah and we went out a couple times after that leads me to think that maybe she was telling me the truth maybe
0: all right
2: hey man so to create more sperm i've just been telling guys <laughs> to drink a lot of milk vitamin d i don't think it works because i just get bloated but uh, it's kind of a fun thing just drink a lot of milk man you know but oh um, so there,
1: there is that old. My grandpa had an old adult joke book, and it was something to the effect that the guy went down in the middle of the night, and his dick was so sore from the sex, and he stuck it in a glass of milk. And the woman walked in and said something like, "Oh, that's how you reload that thing." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. I love it. <laughs> hey, so
2: how many? Uh, what percentage of these couples want to film you in action, or want to you know take pics and videos and stuff?
1: Yeah. Given my personal collection, it's got to be less than a quarter, but I bring it up because I like it as well. Sure. And if I'm dating a woman, I try to say, hey, what what do you think? Sure. (laughs) And try to throw that in because I enjoy it. So, yeah, you know, and then there have been plenty where I've not seen it. It might be floating around the Internet. Maybe it's on their hard drive somewhere. Maybe they destroyed it when they decided the lifestyle wasn't for them. Right.
2: Yeah. Hey, so how can people get in touch with you, man? You have Twitter or a website or a profile on a swinger site?
1: So I used to have profiles. For me, it was it seemed to be locationally When I would move around for work, it would seem like one site was more popular in the area than another. That's right. But yeah. I got rid of them when I moved to the Pacific Northwest, and it seemed like everyone was just chatting on Facebook. So I made what a lot of people call play profile on Facebook, meaning, you know, not connected to all your relatives and <laughs> friends from right. kindergarten uh-huh. and everything, <laughs> you know, just from a different email address, all that kind of stuff. You join the groups and everyone chats and hooks up and posts events and parties and pictures and yeah. all that fun stuff. So I did that, except <laughs> I think someone reported one of my pictures within the group. And so I got my profile got completely deleted. Uh-huh. And when I twice went back and asked them to restore it, they said, no. You broke the rules. Oh, shit. Okay. So you have Twitter? So I do have Twitter. If someone is interested, it's just simply Baron Saber. Okay. At Baron Saber On Twitter Baron is my nickname Saber is a nickname That was given To a particular part of me Because a saber Is a long curved Cavalry sword
2: Oh shit
0: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I like it <laughs>
2: I'll put the link To your Twitter On the Oh yeah Episode page man So people can click on it And you know Go check you out Send you a message If they feel like it So let me ask you this Anything else We want to mention Before this, we wrap anything up Anything else That you want to mention Or anything else That you want to say Otherwise we'll wrap up What do you think
1: I guess I, I just still Want to encourage people people to just not discount single males. Just like everyone else, you want to meet classy people, you want to be classy yourselves. Also to just evaluate relationship and don't discount your wife's needs. If you get to explore as a guy, if you get to explore with other women, she should be able to explore with other men. It's gotta be yin and yang.
2: Agree, a hundred percent, man. Fair is fair, man. No, I, that's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. And man, thank you so much, Baron, for being on here with us and oh, sharing awesome. these tips, the red flags, the three reasons, the yeah. flow of dates and why guys get invited back, why they don't. Right? And we, we went through an entire array of scenarios that now the single guy out there is going to mm-hmm. be able to Become better equipped, and then the couples know a little bit better, and even the single gals were able to listen in sure. and get a good perspective. Absolutely. So, Berno, it was a pleasure having you here, man. We hope to uh, perhaps have you back in the future with additional questions that are submitted by our friends and listeners, and it'll be great to have you back, man.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Hey, thanks for being on with us. We really enjoyed chatting with you, and this has been amazing. And I know our listeners are gonna love this. So, hey, man, thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thank, thank you, really. Really, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Really appreciated
2: it. I like the fact that you mentioned that you listened to the Prior Society podcast, <laughs> No, because we know we have a ton of listeners. And, you know, the fact that he said, yeah, I've heard some of your shows, I think it's a great thing. Man. Yeah,
1: we definitely appreciate together. it. Yeah, Sure. Um, and yeah, by all means, if people want to reach out to me, I'd be very flattered. I don't expect it. I don't really take Twitter that seriously. I would post all kinds of bullshit, Star Wars. And <laughs> I, you know, sometimes if I see something stupid in politics, I'll take a snipe and all that kind of stuff.
2: Well, that's but, a Twitter. That's that's a yeah. Twitter. That, that is Twitter, you know,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I found you guys for one thing. I think your name is super awesome. I think the Priory Society, I would, <laughs> I would join that club in a second and, you know, be a knight of the Priory in, nice. in a second. Awesome. So, nice. but anyway, I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much for having me. And hey, you never know, maybe we can meet someday, Isis. Maybe. <laughs> hey, there is always, always that possibility. Always
0: the salesman. <laughs> yes, ask for the clothes, you know. <laughs> uh, you
2: you got to ask for the right? clothes, and we'll talk about that in a different episode. But hey, yeah, just send me uh, your financial statement and your psycho score. <laughs> Copy. Yep. Thanks a lot, Baron. Man, good chatting with you tonight, man. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. Thank you much. Talk Bye. soon. Bye-bye.
0: Discover your pleasure.